All right, BradCooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show singer-songwriter Levi Zadoff and punk rap artist Dead Hendrix. What's up, fellas? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, man? Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing good. I'm glad you guys are here. Um, so before we get into the meat and potatoes of what you guys got going on, let's start off with uh, Levi. You first. Tell me a little bit about you. Tell my listeners how you first got into music and when that happened. Yeah, so um, I got into uh, making music like uh, I was a producer in middle school. Okay. So a long, long time ago. I was just making beats for myself, and I didn't have any artists to really produce for, so I decided to, like, sample, like, vocals off of, like, already existing songs and, you know, put them to, like, beats that I made. Um, and then, you know, about ninth grade, I decided, well, I might as well just start using my own voice, so I started dropping my first songs um and started building a small fan base in the bay area mm -hmm. and then uh from there just kind of expanding uh my skill set into singing rapping uh producing doing various genres like pop punk pop music like rap all this different stuff um and you know just been steadily making a name for myself um i've seen some success on yeah all that platforms but you know just continuing to go Good stuff, and I'm going to actually touch on a little bit about your your rap uh, career that you've had because you had a nice successful song in in, uh, in the rap genre. Uh, okay, Hendy, what about you? Same thing, same question to you. Um, yeah, I got in, I got into music actually through writing. I'm not really a musician, um, but I remember when I first like started listening to rap i realized you know all these rappers that i look up to, like they're all just writers you know mm -hmm. and ever since i was young I, i'd always like been a gifted writer i guess you could say you know like like teachers started noticing that and you know like classmates started noticing that so i started to realize wow like writing is like one Thing that I'm good at. So mm. as a kid, I would I would write short stories, poems, you know, songs. I wrote my first song when I was six. It was about my mother's addiction. Oh wow! Um, yeah, that just sticks with me. But um, as um, as I grew up, you know, like I like at around middle school, I was going through a really hard time. You know, um, you know, kids can be cruel. And I got really into music, uh, rap especially, and and those artists that I look up looked looked up to like became a huge inspiration in my life. And I, I realized, you know, like shit, like they're writing just like me. If writing something I'm good at, maybe I can do this, you know. And I started I started writing uh, my own little raps. I would write. I would write over like the verses of like a schoolboy Q song or mm -hmm. something. And I started fucking around with garage band, making my own shitty songs in, <laughs> in my closet, you know? Yeah. And it just kind of became more professional from there. I started going to studios, started getting more like professional sound. Mm -hmm. um, I started releasing it on SoundCloud in high school, and the kids in high school loved it. And I started getting a lot of attention, 
And I really grew like, like that attention was kind of a drug, you know? So I just kept going with it. And eventually my sound changed from rap to pop punk. Cause I was always into, uh, you know, all the pop punk bands like Blink-182 and stuff when I was younger mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. And I just, um, decided to blend those genres. And it kind of just happened on its own. And, and now here we are, you know. Here we are. Um, yeah, one of the things you mentioned about that, that makes a lot of sense and is very true. Personally, myself, I've interviewed literally probably a thousand hip hop artists in my career doing podcasts. And I would say 90, over, well over 90%, all, the one common denominator is they all got into writing like poems and it was kind of their release and their escape from like bad neighborhoods or bad upbringings or just just tough times so they would write they put pen to paper and they would write and that was kind of like what steered them down the path to like hip-hop and start rapping and that's a real common thing actually that's been my experience yeah exactly yeah that's exactly how it was for me yeah like a release from shit going on at home shit going on at school you know shit in my head you know yep you know what's crazy man I'm, i'm like probably three times y'all's age I'm over 50 years old now, but I grew up in New York, and my mother died when I was uh, 15. She died a real miserable death from cancer. So I was a really fucking pissed off teenager. Like I, I went through like a range of emotions after she died. Obviously, I mourned, but then I got really pissed. And I was like fucking pissed at the world. I was pissed at God. I was pissed at everything. And I, I got into vandalism, smoking pot, drinking, and it was just it was just a Music was my fucking therapy, man. Music was what Yo, really pulled me out of that shit. Oh, same here, man. Like, uh, like I had like what could be called a tough upbringing with my mom's addiction and stuff yeah. like that. And just a lot of stuff happening, and yeah. I think that that led to drug abuse, but that also led to a lot of amazing music. There you go, and a lot of amazing writing as a release for that. I get it. You know? I get it, dude. I, I totally get it. All right, so I listened yeah. to the song called Love Game. Dudes, man, I fucking love that song. It grew on me quick. Like, when I first listened to it, I, I got to be honest with you, you know, you know what the first band I thought of that it kind of has a little little bit of a ring to it? What? The band called The Cure. Awesome, That's a great comparison, guys. Now, The Cure, you guys are a little more edgy, a little more aggressive. Um, but the you had, but the Cure, like who, who, who's the vocalist here for that song that I'm talking to? Is that you, Levi, or is that is that Hendy? Both of us. It's both of us. I did. I did. Um, I, I I did uh, the first two hooks, and then uh, I did the first uh, the first verse. Then Levi did the second verse, Love and then we both came in on that last hook. Yeah, yeah, it has, a, it has like a The Cure kind of ring to it. And again, it's not, it's not. you guys are a little more hard-edged than The Cure with that song anyway, because I've only heard one of y'all's songs, but I freaking loved it, man. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic song. So tell me, both of you guys, give me, well, well, actually, really only one person needs to answer this question, and I don't care who it is, but tell, tell the listeners out there a little bit about the, the song um, Love Game and the backstory. Like, what's the song about? Um, yeah, well, I guess I, I could, uh, 
I guess I'll answer for 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 the song itself because I wrote most of it, but I, I definitely want to give Levi a chance. Yeah, to play definitely, it definitely. First. Um, the song "Love Game" for me is really just feeling like you know, just going through like like trying to deal with relationships and feeling so like like kind of lost in that realm and lost in that world and like you know feeling trapped in your head with all these emotions and trying to work stuff out with people you you that are in your lives and just not not really knowing how to like how to deal with that mm -hmm. you know because because i think that's something that a lot of people like relate to you know like we all got people in our lives but you know um it's hard it's hard keeping up those relationships whether it's romantic whether it's a friendship whether it's your mom or your dad you know like there's so many emotions involved and it's always been like as an emotional guy and just like having trauma and stuff it's always been something that 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 has been hard for me, you know, like social anxiety and just feeling like, like trapped, mm -hmm. you know, and, and trying to navigate through all that. So I think really that's what that song's about. Okay. Uh, Levi, what's your, what's your interpretation of the song? Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's the love game, right? Like, it's just the game you're playing in, like, every relationship. But, like, I mean, my first specifically, like, I just... I really just, I fuck with the vocals on it, like, really heavily, and I, like, I don't really have any, like, necessary specific message. I was just conceptually kind of writing, like, not even about, like, any situation, like, I've been in specifically with that verse, but it low-key came out, like, as, as one of my best verses, because, like, I don't know if, like, you remember, like, like, towards, like, the end of it but the vocals really really come in and the ad-libs are really fucking hard and like you know it's just general shit that people can relate to so i guess i was just writing on a conceptual level about like like you know like the game everyone plays in love or mm -hmm. whatever you know i do so yeah. so as far as the music yeah. goes not the lyrics but the music is it samples or is there, or, or is there musicians behind that? Like like musicians or is it just like um, samples you guys are using? We got we got a I thought I got a producer who made that beat. Um, shout out Guy Kid. Mm -hmm. um, he, he's a good producer that I found who's pretty underrated who makes fire uh, um, pop punk trap mix beats. It's really good. Um, yeah, it's a, like the beat's amazing in my opinion. It is. And um, so just like on like the musical level, that that's where that came from. Dude, there's um, even double bass in that beat on the drums. Yeah. Have you guys noticed that? As, the, the, there's yeah. double bass on the drums in, the, in that in that in that beat, which caught my attention. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's like. The way that the beat's made is, is, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's intricate too, right? It's not, it's not a very simple beat by any means. No, at all. not at all. Yeah. And so, I mean, the, yeah, the producer was a bad kid, like B-A-D kid. 
and like so he he's he's really fire. I think you guys can find him on like YouTube. So like definitely give him love. He has he has a ton of crazy beats. Yeah, man. Well, say his name one more time because a lot of people. My bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. We we talked over one another.
that got like fucking millions of streams, right? Yeah, yeah, one time I did. I had, I had like two songs. I had a couple songs that like did a lot of streams, yeah. Well, talk a little bit about that. I mean, did I, did I read that right? It won like, like 10 million streams or that's both of them? So I like combined, like I've gotten like I've on like a couple of those songs from this project called Welcome Back Golden Boy, mm -hmm. which was my like last project. The two singles off of like that got like a ridiculous amount of like five million like on SoundCloud, and then like you know that project got like another like half million to a million on Spotify, and Jesus. then as the Spotify thing blew up, like and the actual project released like another two three million on top of that, like with the whole project combined, so like. And when you add, like, after it's all added up, like, there's roughly about, like, 10 million streams in, on the mainly, like, hip-hop project, which is, I mean, it was fucking insane. Yeah, that's like, nuts. It was, it was wild. That's nuts. That's big, that's big shit. So, Hendy, did, when you, when you researched Levi, when he sent you the email, did you discover that before you guys, like, kind of got to know one another? Did you know he had, like, 10 million yeah, streams? Yeah, I definitely discovered that, and I was, like... <laughs> I was impressed, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's and that's what we're trying to do with that summer, you know. Hey, I think. Look, the, I only heard the one song. Um, what's, I'm sorry. Yeah, look, the what, what, what name of the song? I'm looking at my notes here. The song, the title of the song I listened to, "Love Game," right? Love. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I, and I freaking love. So I, I, love, I love that song. So if that if that song is indicative to the rest of the EP. I think it's going to be really successful, man, because you guys got a fucking great sound. I mean, you know, seriously, I'm not just saying that. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Love Game is like the song that describes the EP best, I think we both feel. Um, and I don't, I think me and Levi both know there's not a weak song mm -hmm. on the EP. So we dropped the EP. And now it's just time to to promote it, market, get it out there so it mm -hmm. can do the best it can do, you know. Have you guys researched college radio stations? Uh, say that one more time. Have you guys researched college radio stations? Oh yeah, I mean we we definitely we're on the we're on the. Uh, we have an agency right now that we're working with, and that's definitely like on the horizon. We're definitely looking for that, and and they pay out they pay out royalties to our performance rights, correct? Well, I'm not sure about that, but I do know this for a fact that if, if you're an unsigned act looking to try to get exposure and get your name out there and, and, and up your game, college radio stations is a really good tool to use. Like it's a little harder to get on mainstream radio stations these days. Especially if you're not signed, but college, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, college radio stations, and not all colleges have a radio station, but a lot of them do. And um, I had a guy named Brad Arnold on my show, on this podcast several years back, and he's the lead singer of a rock band called Three Doors Down. Very successful. Oh, wow. Sold, yeah, sold millions of records. But that's how they got Kryptonite, the, the hit song, their first big hit song. It's called Kryptonite. 
and, and they they shop that song to college radio stations all across the South, like because they're from Mississippi, so they got a bunch of colleges in Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, Tennessee, and so all these college radio stations were playing that song, and it was like so word of mouth started spreading, and all of a sudden the mainstream radio stations were like, who the fuck are these guys three doors down blowing up these college radio stations? And that's how they that's how they got their break. That's how they got well, their break. So so we definitely. We're definitely um, working on getting our uh, uh, love game on radio stations. But, um, yeah, that's some great advice. We definitely are going to look more into, like, college radio stations. Yeah, man. I mean, definitely go for the mainstream radio stations, too. Go for, like, the spins on the, on the you know, the shoot high. Definitely shoot high. But if you have any struggles, hit up college radio stations, too, because they'll play your shit a lot easier. And you'll get good word of mouth, especially the, the the genre. There's a lot of kids in college that love that kind of music that you guys do, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because we're coming out of an era right now where everyone grew up in the 2000s listening to, like, Blink-182. Exactly. Uh, Avril Lavigne, Sum 41, The Offspring, All yep. American Rejects. And so what we're trying to do is merge that with the current trap stuff. So I think there's a lot of kids in our generation who are going to relate to what we're trying to do. I agree with that. And, uh, Brad, do you, do you recommend just contacting college radio stations directly through their, like, email, or do you recommend having, like, a uh, uh, our, like one of our agencies do that for us? I'd tell you what I would do if I were you. Where, where do you guys live? Los Angeles and Ottawa. Uh, okay, so is in Ottawa and I'm in Los Angeles. So what I would do is for both of you guys to do the same thing. I would I would research, like for you in LA, I would research the college stations like the University of California, Santa Barbara, you know, like UCSB, some of those colleges, and research which ones have college radio stations. And then if it's within driving range, somewhere you can get to without like you know spending eighty five dollars on gas. Um, I would go, I would, I would call and see if you could set up an appointment to talk to whoever runs the radio station. I would actually go there because it shows somebody you have a lot of initiative and you're hungry for it. And the fact that your stuff doesn't suck too helps because I wouldn't tell somebody to go to if their shit sucks. You guys have quality stuff and you can tell it's produced well and it's good. So I would actually go in person um, to the ones you can get to. Anything that's a little bit further, maybe have your agency do for the further ones out but as far as local ones schools i would go in person shake a hand you, you can't beat that man shaking somebody's hand and saying hey you know we're, we're, would you do me a favor listen to this song and, and, and if you can spit it for us that's what i that's my advice and the ones that are further away then you can get your your management or your agency to, to, to pursue that for you great advice brad great advice thank you yes sir Absolutely. thank you brad. of course now is there a video for for love game you guys working on a video? Uh, we've got some plans to make a couple videos this summer. Levi's going to be coming up to Ottawa, and we're going to be doing um, some shows, whether it's in venues or just uh, in house parties, in house parties, mosh pitting in the kitchen, you know. So while while he's up here, we're going to do a video, and then when I come up to L.A., do the same thing and uh, maybe make a video there, too. We're thinking of making a video for um, our first song off the EP, uh, which is Don't Think It Could Get Much Better, which is a banger, too, by the way. If you haven't listened to that, you should go check that out. Yeah. And we're also thinking of doing a, a video for Love Game. So 
Yeah, yeah in the future, this summer, definitely look out for that. Levi, if you go to Ottawa, make sure you go there and like when it's not in like the winter time, or you're gonna get you're gonna die being from LA. Um, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. you're gonna be like going to Antarctica. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get off the plane and go, what the fuck? Did I land in Antarctica or some shit? Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but I love Canada, man. I got some. I, I got some. A lot of really good friends from Canada. It's a great country. Um, yeah, Canada's really cool. Yeah, I used to live in, I was born and raised in, in up, upstate New York, so we used to drive up to Montreal on the weekends and, and chase the little French-Canadian girls around. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I spent some time growing up in Montreal, too. Yeah, I man, I love that city. It's like literally, because I've been to France, too, and like, like I've been to France twice, and Montreal's basically France. I mean, especially back when I was going there, back in like the late 80s, early 90s. Um, French was the main language, and it was just beautiful, man. It, the architecture is just very Europey. You know what I mean? It's a great city. Yeah, yeah. And old old Montreal has got that nice architecture and like the brick street yep. and stuff. Okay, let's talk about the rest of the EP. Now we talked, of course, we talked about this, the, the love game, and you mentioned one other track. Now, how many tracks are on this EP? Uh, we got we got five songs on the EP, so we got we got four main songs and then we got one at the end, which is a bonus. There you go. Um, yeah, so I I I basically how we did it. Um, we would each of us would come up with a song and then we send it over to the other to uh, to put their to put their verse on it and their little take on it and do their tweaks on it. So, um, so I, 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 I started off two of the songs and then Levi started off two of the songs and sent them over to me. And then, um, the last one, um, Teenage Dirtbag wasn't planning to be on the, on the EP, but then Levi, I guess was in the studio and had some inspiration hit him and he hit me up with this fire open and we just had to put it on the EP. Nice. Um, I got a couple more things and then I'll let you guys tell everybody where they can follow you and get your music. Uh, what are some goals you have? Um, we're already halfway to 2022 already, which is crazy. So what do you want to get done? Like, where do you want to be a year from now for both of you guys? A year from a year from now for me, man. Um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep doing my grind. I'm gonna um, keep putting out music for my fan base that I have now and growing my fan base. Um, I, I I I have plans to come up to LA with Levi and start getting into that scene with him because um, LA is is seems to be like really really accepting of the whole like pop punk rap yeah thing. it's a great music time. and uh yeah and i think um with levi how close we've gotten and our chemistry it would be a great team up to be in the same city so i'm just gonna keep growing my fan base releasing music um and just keep building that platform you know 
Hendy, you already sound like you're from L.A. You don't sound Canadian. You sound like you're from Southern California. <laughs> really? I mean, I think so. I'm kind of nomadic. You know, I wasn't born here. I was born in the States. I I, uh, I was born in Burlington, Vermont. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved to Montreal for a bit. I lived in Tennessee for a bit. Um, so, you know. Wow. I mean, Levi, doesn't he sound like he's from California? He sounds like he's West Coast to me. Yeah, well, he definitely sounds West Coast. For yeah. sure. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Maybe when I move out to L.A., it'll be perfect, you know? Yeah, I mean, you, you sound like you just sound like you're from, like, like fucking Beverly Hills or some shit, or, like, um... West Coast. So anyway, uh, Levi, what is your goals? What do you, where do you want to be a year from now? Same same thing or something different? Shit, I mean, for a year from now, like, I'm like, I'm really like, I'm just trying to be on my entrepreneurship, just build my business. I'm trying to hit six figures, at least. I'm trying to impact at least, I'm trying to get at least a thousand people very impacted from my music at the very very least to the point where they're like diehard fans um you know i'm trying to get a thousand more people just by the end of the year that's my that's my goal every year get a thousand more people you know what i mean um and so yeah i'm just trying to hit try to hit get my money and build my business and be an independent powerhouse as much as i can i love it that's a great answer okay the last question i got the same question goes to both of you guys so if you can, you can only pick one of these two options, okay? I'm going, to, I'm going to throw two options at you. You can only pick one of them, all right? All right, so Levi, I'm going to go with you first. What would you prefer, prefer more? Do you prefer creating a song, or do you prefer performing that song after it's created? Wow. Performing it to be 100% honest. Good. That's what I want. That's just that's because of that fucking reaction. That's that's a great answer. There's no right or wrong answer to this question, but I love asking it because I get different I get different answers. But so you, the 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 ultimate high for you is to see the fans like fucking going crazy and singing the song that you wrote. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, dude, that's fair. Okay, what about you, Handy? What what is your answer to that question? I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say the opposite of Levi. So I love it. I do love that feeling of, of of everybody just just singing along, you know, and all eyes on you and everyone loving your music. But for me, nothing can beat when you're in the studio, you know, with your homies yeah. and you go in there and something just clicks and magic happens and boom, suddenly you have this new fucking amazing track and everybody's just jamming out to it and everyone's like, you come out, you know, you come out of the booth, everyone's like, yo, have you killed that shit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and everyone's just like turning up, having a good time and you're listening to music with a good like, studio quality speakers and you're just like damn i just made that like holy fuck yeah you know i love that question because you guys this is a perfect example of why i love that song i love love that question there is no right or wrong answer to it and both of you guys have great answers to it and for great reasons on both both answers you know what i mean that's why i love that question 
Yeah, it's a tough question, though. Yeah, it makes you think a little bit, man, because, I mean, most musicians and artists that I talk to love creating and performing both, you know what I mean? It's like part of the package, but when put, when, when pressed and, like, when you can't have two options, you only get one, it makes people really dig, you know, they, they really makes them think about it. Like, Levi, you hesitated for about five or six seconds before you even answered. For sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Before we get to social media platforms and where they can get music, I always like to go back over and, 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 and ask you guys: Is there anything that I missed that you guys want promoted as far as songs or anything that you want to talk about um, that I didn't get to before we wrap it up? Um. No, man. I think you covered everything. I, I really, you know, I really love that you love love game. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I really appreciate how much you like that song, man. So yeah. thank you for that. And um, yeah, I think just that summer as a whole, um, I think people should go listen to it because I like, I don't think, I think you uh, specifically, I don't think you'd be disappointed by one song on that EP. Well, like I said, if there's anything like the Love Game song, I know I won't uh, um, be dis disappointed. Um, all right, so. I had a blast talking to you guys. Seriously, when I say this, you guys got like like serious talent too. So don't give up. Keep going. Research the college radio station thing, and keep grinding it, man. Keep putting out great music. Stay out of trouble. Don't do nothing fucking stupid. Get locked up. Don't let, don't let nothing derail you guys because life can be shitty like that sometimes. So just keep your keep your heads on a swivel. Stay out of trouble. I don't preach you, man, but I, I I really care about people. And I want people to succeed, man. I, yeah, nothing makes me happier to see people like fucking smash their goals and set new ones, you know. So thank keep, you, man. Thank keep you. keep it up. So tell everybody where they can follow you guys on social media, where they can get your music. Either one of you guys. I'll let Levi go first. Um, so for me, uh, it's going to be anywhere you can look me up at Levi Zadoff. You're going to spell that L-E-V-I like the gene brand, then Zadoff, Z-A-D-O-F-F. -F. So that's everywhere, Google, SoundCloud, nice. Spotify, YouTube. I got my own website where you can check out everything, LeviZadoffMusic.com. And uh, apart from that, I got an alter ego. His name's Boy Misery, so that's just Boy followed by Misery. And you can find him on Instagram and SoundCloud, but definitely check out his Instagram. He has some crazy shit to say. There you go. Awesome. Yeah, shout out, Boy Misery. Cool. Henny, what about you, bro? Um, yeah, so, so you know, both me and Levi, we're both um, uh, Google verified artists. So if anything, um, you can look us both up on Google and it'll give you all of our social media platforms, all of our music platforms. But if you want to find me on Instagram or Twitter, uh, my handle is talk to the dead. So it's talk, the number two, the dead. Um, and then um, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music, it's all Dead Hendrix, D-E-A-D, Hendrix as in Jimi Hendrix. Um, and yeah, and also, I'm really, I'm really 
um, active on Snapchat, and I love interacting with my fans, and I think that's the best place to interact with with uh, my supporters and anyone who's interested in my music. So you can add me up there at um, Young Love Kenna, so Y-O-U-N-G, love, spelled the normal way, and then Kenna, K-E-N-N-A. And um, I'll definitely add back um, and just message me saying, you know, I heard your music and I just love hearing that, man. So, yeah, definitely uh, hit me up there, too. There it is, folks. Well, look, man, both of you guys are awesome, man. Great job. Had a lot of fun talking to you. When you guys got some new stuff to talk about, man, just get back with us. And I'd love to have you guys back on the show. Yeah, definitely, man. Let's definitely stay connected. This is a great interview, man. Awesome. Appreciate you guys. Have a good night. Take care, guys. Have a good one, man. Stay safe. You too.